Welcome to Live the Moment Podcast, where we discuss family, faith, and everything in between. We are that Johnson family, and we are inviting you to live the moment. All right. Welcome back to part two of our homeschool at-home learning podcast. We are actually um, circling back around to answer one of our very last questions from our last episode, talking a lot about... Um, what are some good tips for setting good daily routines and schedules? We're going to get into that here in just a minute, but other than that, how you doing? Good. Yeah. I'm all like allergy-y today. All allergy-y. Yeah. I think it's a word. It's, it is now. It is now. It's a ray phrase. <clears throat> it is. <laughs> These beautiful trees in Michigan are blooming and they're about to take me out with them. Mm-hmm. It's true. Spring is in the air. Spring is and pollen. Michigan needs to make the the weather needs to make up its mind. It does. Like last week it was 80 degrees. Mm-hmm. We got the grill out, grilled some hamburgers out in the backyard, had a great time. And yeah. then today That wasn't last week. That was the other day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did I say last week? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It feels like it forever ago. <laughs> we did. We got the grill out, had a great time out in the backyard yeah. playing. Kids great. didn't come in until like 9:15. It, it was, was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. It was. There was not a screen turned on that evening. That whole day. Yeah. Like not a screen, not a phone, not yeah. a tablet, <laughs> nothing. It was awesome. It was. It yeah. was fantastic. And then today, 45 degrees and rainy. The sun's out now, the though. The sun is out, but that's what I'm I saying. I don't know how long it's making an appearance, but it's yeah. here. I am so ready to go on an adventure. Listen, I want to go camping, but well, the weather can't make up its mind. Well, as soon as it does... Yeah. You can take those children and go camping. Ray and loves I camping. will selflessly stay home mm-hmm. and just take care of the things here because right. I just give and give. Oh, goodness. So <laughs> with that note, we're going to move on <laughs> into <laughs> answering this last question. So we wanted to split this up because honestly, this very last question we felt like we could spend almost an entire podcast answering because we're talking, like I said, a lot about... Good tips and tricks for setting good daily routines uh, or schedules for homeschool. This opens a big can of worms, to be honest with you, because I—I I mean, in homes, from what I see, homeschool life—it's different for every every family. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, this is—I think we can get into some things that work for us. But I—I I mean, just from setting the foundation, I think. It's just very fluid. So just even yeah. talking about schedules and routines can be rough because yeah. it doesn't have to be methodical. It never is. Meth- like, you see what I'm saying? It it's is, never, but it isn't. Right. It's never exactly the same. Exactly. So um, you definitely have to rely more on consistency than on a schedule. Okay. So there's like, you have to think of it more of, I need to consistently get A, B, and C done as opposed to every day at nine, I have to be getting this done and I have to be done by 10. Right. Cause that's the beauty of homeschool is you do have the flexibility and you want to lean into that flexibility. But if you lean too far, mm-hmm. you get nothing done. Yes. And then it's a problem. And then you hit, you know, March and April and you're like, Oh my goodness, my children have learned nothing. We will now be homeschooling for the rest of our lives <laughs> nonstop <laughs> to catch them up. So having just like, those generalized at least goals and plans for Mm -hmm. your day is important. So I could honestly talk about this for a long time because there's a lot of different things that you could go into just for homeschool, let alone life, because 
let's be honest, homeschool is a major part of your life. Like it's not just, it's not you take your kids to school and you drop them off and then you get done your things in your day. Mm -hmm. You still have as a mom or dad or grandparent, whoever's handling the homeschool day, you still have housework to do. You still have work stuff to do. You still have other demands on your time. And you have to make sure Mm -hmm. the kids get their stuff done and learn Mm -hmm. something. So I just wrote down six things more pertaining to homeschool that have really helped me not be crazy because <laughs> I'm like, I, I worry as I, as I think a lot of homeschool moms do that I'm going to have gaps. I worry that my kids aren't going to be smart. I worry that I'm going to miss something and they're going to be the only kids who don't know A, mm-hmm. B and C. And so it's easy for me to do too much. Whereas right. the free spirits in the homeschool world, it's easy for them to not do enough. Right. So to kind of bridge both those gaps, I just wrote down six tips that I think can speak to both okay. personalities. Mm-hmm. Like, because you no can very you easily are. get lost, <clears throat> I feel like. If Absolutely. Like you can you can get too structured or you can not be structured enough. Yep. And then the next thing you know, you're at the end of the school year yes. and you're scrambling. You either are pulling your hair out because you've done too much, you've not had any fun, you've right. not had any breathers, or you're like, ah, I did nothing mm-hmm. and now we've like lost right. a year. So give us some insight <clears throat> as to like what are you gonna want to cover first? Like more so, of the So first, my first tip is to instead of getting caught up in the daily crazy. So to narrow it down, first you have to take control of your day before you take control of the homeschool that happens that day. Mm. So as like a mom or dad or whoever's tackling the homeschool or really anyone in life, this is a great like concept to operate by is for each day, write down a daily top three. Mm. So write down three things that daily. You're not talking like weekly. No, no, no. Daily. daily. Like my daily right. top three. This is what I'm going to accomplish today. Mm-hmm. And for me, two of those things every day is homeschool. Like that's my Monday through Friday daily. Right. Obviously Saturday, Sunday, I can do it for a while, <laughs> but my Monday through Friday daily is Homeschool, it has to happen in some form at some time in some way. Yep. And then my, for me, my personal time, like that encompasses for me healthy movement, Mm -hmm. um, time in my Bible reading, whatever. Some days that's, I get an hour of that. Some days it's five minutes. Right. But those two things are non-negotiables. They have to happen Monday through Friday, unless it's a break day. Mm -hmm. You know, you guys get where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. So then my third one is something else. So, um, it could be dependent on that day. So mm-hmm. maybe I have a meeting that day that I have to be at. If I don't show up, that's a problem. Right. That's my other, that's my third thing. So as long as I get to the end of the day and I have spent time homeschooling the kids, right. I have spent some time personally in my mm-hmm. quiet time and I made it to that meeting, that day's a success. Right. Anything else I accomplish bonus. Right. So you're setting yourself up to be able to celebrate mm-hmm. your day. And you're not just, so we're not, we're not just talking about just homeschool. We're just talking about day just in your day just in your day set your top three and then you can break it down and set your top three for homeschool Mm -hmm. so then in that homeschool block what are those things you have things that have to happen this has to get done right for us math is always one of those things okay it has to get done it's a constant in our schedule reading has to get those are two foundation things that always happen okay that third thing it ebbs and flows is Aaliyah behind on Latin? Right. Yes. Okay. Tomorrow, that's her non-negotiable. Those three things have to mm-hmm. happen. So I um, I pick those things just, to, again, that changes. Right. But if those three things get done, mm-hmm. I count that day as a success. And then 
anything else that gets done great bonus amazing awesome and you want more than three obviously sure our goal is always more than three but life happens Mm -hmm. and uh, so yes it seems way better it's like saying oh if i only get three things done but math is noah's least favorite and it takes us like 12 hours to do math (laughs) so sometimes it's a win if we just get that done yeah but um yeah so breaking it down into more manageable goals where you're not expecting too much of yourself right right you don't want to overwhelm yourself so just breaking down the schedule to where it's not so overwhelming because we can very you can very easily look at all the things that you feel like you have to get done yep and if at the end of the day if all these things aren't getting accomplished you feel like a failure you can play a lot of mind games and so if you narrow you're basically saying just narrow the goals so yep just say top three things, get these things done. Great. Anything else? And then you move on down that task list. Right. Get other things done. That's great. That's a win. Mm-hmm. Some days you're going to get 12 things done and really right. be celebrating, but some days you're going to get three done. So so when you're setting these top three three goals, are you doing it the night before, the day of? Are you try, How far are you? Are you doing just day by day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of do mine. I try to do mine at night, but it doesn't always happen. Just depends on the evening. Right. So it's either because at night. Wednesdays are out of the question. Right. Wednesday nights for us is not happening. No, I don't <laughs> get it done Wednesday nights. A hundred percent. And then, so sometimes it's that morning. Right. I would like it to be at night more mm-hmm. times than not. It's probably in the morning. Right. And you know, as you do it, you just kind of make that, just, you know what you're behind on. Right. When, especially in your homeschool day, you know what your kids have not accomplished if you don't know then you probably need to you know take some time to Mm -hmm. go back and review their lessons see where they're at especially if they're older kids it's easy to let them just kind of be independent but you do still have to go back and make sure they're doing their stuff of course so um you know just gauge that every once in a while and um kind of know okay this is where we need to be hitting things a little harder Mm -hmm. and so that becomes a part of my homeschool top three for a few days and then we reevaluate gotcha Okay. No, that sounds good. So top three, top three of your day. Don't kill yourself trying to wrap it all up and plan it. Great. (laughs) Just yes. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. Take it one one day at a time. One day, one subject, (laughs) one decision, one healthy meal. Yeah. One healthy night's sleep all at a time. What else you got? So number two is prioritize you. So I talked about making you a part of your top three. Listen, if you are going to survive as a homeschool mom, (laughs) You have to prioritize you. We talked about this in the last episode with you. What was it? it? Was one of the episodes talking about time? Yes. Like I know, I know when I get a text message from Ray in the middle of the day, she's like, "Hey, you're you are on tonight. You're it's all you. Dinner yep. is on you. I am getting dressed mm-hmm. as as least as possible, meaning sweatpants and a hoodie, and I'm going to Target and shopping yep. and or just." getting a cough, whatever that looks like walking the block. I, yeah. Yeah. Just, I just, I just know when I get that text message or phone call because that's, that's your time. Yes. You don't always get the time in the mornings that you were talking about, but every once in a while in the For evenings. Sure. So why don't you take a second right there when mm-hmm. we talk about priors, prioritize time. So I talked yes. a little bit about that before you did. So why don't you talk to husbands uh-huh. of homeschool moms and say, <clears throat> here's some things that you have found Mm-hmm. to be beneficial to me. Cause you know, sometimes we don't even realize we right. need the break. Mm-hmm. Sometimes our amazing spouse is like, yes, hold the phone. You need mm-hmm. to step away for a moment, which makes me mad in the moment. 
don't tell me what I need. I know what I need. Uh-huh. I need you to go away. <laughs> but in the end, we're always thankful for of the course. breeder. So what are some things that you as a husband of a homeschool family can mm-hmm. say, you know, these are some things I look for. These are some things I do to try to be proactive and mindful mm-hmm. for all of those, especially new homeschool families, because it's an adjustment for everyone. Yep. It's not, I think a lot of times husbands look at it as when they're starting out, like, well, this, you're the one doing the teaching. So whatever you think is great, mm-hmm. but it still affects the whole family. Yeah. No. So I would say always, always between both spouses, you have to communicate. You can't be afraid to speak up and say, I, I need you to be present in the moment. And I think that's something that we had to learn early on <clears throat> because we're, for those of you that know, obviously we, we are, we're, we're pastors of a church. Ministry life is never the nine to five. And so, um, but I do, I do have set office hours. So I, t- I do go into a place of employment from nine o'clock to five o'clock, all those kind of things. But, um, <clears throat> just making sure that communication is always at the forefront of every every relationship. So I will I have taken I have had moments where I um, I try to I try to take the initiative on that as much as I possibly can, meaning while I'm at work, I'm checking in. When I have a yep. moment, you do that. I do. Mm-hmm. I've I've had now I don't do it all the time. Nope. I fail. <laughs> but but there are oh, stop. <laughs> I'm not perfect, mm-hmm. even though I know you think I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good no. thing I am. Balance <laughs> it out. No, but I like I do. I try to do my best in moments throughout the day where I just send a text message. How's it going? How's the day going? How are you doing with with the kids? How's homeschool? All these kind of different things. When I have a moment, um, I try to check in because that sets the standard for the rest of the evening. If Ray is like. Hey, day's going great. Blah 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 blah. Like it's just a super easy. We're having a great day. Kids are flowing. School's going great. Okay, that can kind of help me chart where you and the kids are at by the end of the day, mm-hmm. and so it helps me set the foundation for the evening to know. Okay, or I, I've also gotten those text messages, like I said earlier, <laughs> where you've you've basically said, "I I need you to be on tonight," and so I know that when I get home, I am I am basically on. I mean, I'm on. All the time, anyway. But you get right, what I'm right, saying. Right. Like, no, for sure. I'm more proactive. Let's mm-hmm. just say that I'm yeah. more. I'm trying to pay more attention in those moments to say basically. And and I've even communicated to the kids as soon as I get get home. Like, hey guys, let's pack up the car. Let's go with the dog. We're going on a walk, or let's go play basketball outside. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we're not necessarily telling the kids, "Mommy needs a break." <laughs> we're not. Sometimes I do. Sometimes you do. <laughs> Get out of the room! <laughs> not kidding. I'm just kidding. That's not necessarily how it goes down. But um, just from you know the dad's perspective, I'm trying to do what I can to communicate ahead of time as much as I can in the moments. Ask the questions. How are you doing? What do I need to do to help? Um, whether that's in the evenings with the kids or homeschool. Like there's some things that I do help with, which isn't very much, but you know, with some of the other things we mentioned in one of our older podcasts or one of our older episodes with music, guitar, those kind of different things with the kids. Um, but it's really just, you have to step into the mindset of this is a partnership. This is a, I'm going to work, race, staying home and taking care of the kids. Even though I'm distant, I'm not home. I am working. I can still be mindful of what's going on in the home. I'm mindful of where the kids are at. I'm mindful of where I need to be in the evenings and in the moments and just 
proactively communicating with you throughout the day. Yeah. Does that help? Yeah, no, for sure. And there's one thing that you will say sometimes that you probably don't even know um, that is helpful because you're, you're just like, I just sent a text message, but sometimes you will message and say, Hey, how's the day going? And I'll mm-hmm. message and be like, awful, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think, what are we doing here? This is the worst thing we've ever done. And you'll message back and say, do I need to call the kids? Mm-hmm. Do I need to step in and say something? Yeah. And most of the time I say, no, I'm like, Nope, I got it. But just knowing like, okay, I'm not in this alone. Right. I'm available. I'm trying to make myself available. Right. That is a huge win. So husbands don't feel like you have to be the lead homeschooler and working your job. Just be present and available. Mm -hmm. And when they ask for help, whoever is doing the homeschool, just, you know, see how you can be helpful. Because that's another way it can spin the wrong way is if you just come in and be like, I'm going to help do all the things. Mm -hmm. And you come in trying to clean up the homeschool mess of the day, like, to me, that can come off as you made a mess, even if you don't say it, like you're trying to be helpful, but nope, you made a mess. I'm here to save the day and fix all of your wrongs. <laughs> or you're also like me and I have a system of how I put things away. Uh-huh. You do it all wrong and then your help is not help. And then I'm frustrated either way. Guilty. So bye. You're, sa- you're saying this. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. I've done this. I've come home. Why aren't the dishes done? Uh That's like the biggest thing. So that's Aaliyah's chore. chore. And so he's saying it to Aaliyah, (laughs) trying to be helpful to me. But to me, that says you're a failure of a homeschool mom because she did not get schoolwork done. And so now the dishes aren't done. And Mm -hmm. now the house is a mess. And take it personal. So ask how you can help Mm -hmm. because it could be. Hey, could you have, you know, help Aaliyah finish up whatever she's working on so she can do the dishes? Then that like way for me to read into things goes away. Now it's not all about me. I need to get over it. I get it. I need to deal with those things, but ease the blow for yourself and ask how you can be of help. Yeah. And if I say, I don't care, just help with something. Literally, that's what I mean. Yeah. Just help with something. Mm Mm-hmm. Communication. That doesn't mean sit on your phone yes. and do nothing. Yeah. That, now that's do something, something. Okay, let's just dial into that for a second because that's something that I think we all fail at at moments. What? Like screen to, screens, mm. like scroll on the phone. Mm-hmm. Like now, I, I I think there's moments to like television. I'm I'm seeing screens. That's fine. I think there's moments like we've come home in in the evening and just you know we've watched a movie. That right. there's nothing wrong with that. For sure. But. That's something that I've struggled with, I think, before in the past. And so sometimes I succeed at it very well. Sometimes I fail at it, like, miserably. And that's just coming home. I'm wore out. I've had an emotional day, whatever it may be. <clears throat> and just sitting on the couch and scrolling my phone. One of the things I've tried to be proactive with <clears throat> is, like I said, I don't always do well with this, but I try to leave my phone in the room. Like, I could try to come home. Be present in the moment, whatever whatever that moment is. I try my hardest sometimes to leave the phone in the other room to where it's not even a temptation to get on and scroll mindlessly and ignore, you know, responsibilities here at the house or time with the kids or whatever it may be. And that's that's something that can very easily we we can very easily just mindlessly fall into that. Yeah. And it's just something we need and to be careful to, of. To just kind of wrap up this <clears throat> point, um, I would say that leads to a great opportunity to say, you know, moms be mindful of your husband's day as well. 
I think because we're home and uh, our days have been hectic, hectic and we can't like leave the house to leave it behind, leave the day behind. We expect a little more of our husbands sometimes, but they've been gone working all day as well. So be mindful of um, when they get home of what their day might have been. You know, um, this is not something we do. Uh, but something uh, someone else had told me that they do that works really well in their home is the first 15 minutes after their husband gets home, the kids know now they're older kids, but mm-hmm. the kids know this is mommy and daddy's time to catch up from the day. Yeah. And so while she's cooking dinner or whatever's going on, they have 15 minutes of uninterrupted talk. So yeah. that works for them. Mm-hmm. For you, it might be, you know, you don't have to gear up the energy to take the kids out to play basketball every day, right. but it's a nice day. Go sit out on the deck without your phone. The kids can run in the yard. You're present. That's all they want. Right. That's what they want. You're present, but you're not on a screen, mm-hmm. but you're still relaxing. Yep. You know, find those things that work for you, mm-hmm. especially, you know, as the weather get, is yep. getting nicer yep. um, to be present. Mm-hmm. You're, and this is what's funny to me is your, your kids will let you know. Like Noah is that kid that... If you, he when he wants to show you something, if you have your phone in your hand and you're looking at a screen, he will, he will not, he'll, daddy, 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 okay, okay, daddy, he will not yep. give up until, until your full phone, attention. yeah, until your phone is away and his eyes are fixed <laughs> on him. Mm-hmm. And so listen to your kids, like, yep. they will, they will tell you. They yep. will tell you. Now, some of them, like Ali's a little bit different. She's not as vocal and yeah. um, she's 14 also. So She wants to be yeah. on her phone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But So, yeah. Segway. Okay. So that honestly, mm-hmm. talking about, that brings you to another struggle of your kids always wanting your attention. Mm-hmm. So with the homeschool <laughs> day, that is hard. They, you are needing to be present yeah. because you are teaching them. And you are guiding them. You want to be available to answer their questions. But this is something I really struggled with because homeschool could take over my life. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if I'm not 100% present and available to them at all times, that I'm failing them. Like, But then you have to realize that's not true with teachers. Like, right. They're not 100% available mm-hmm. all the time. So what I've had to start doing, we've been talking about this a lot lately actually, is for number three is decide what things in their school day, you need to sit with them and do and what things they can work on independently and then you can just go back and go over and review. Mm. And it's going to be different for every child. The things you have to sit with them and do are the things they either struggle with academically or just struggle to sit still to pay attention to. (sighs) Um, And then the other things, make it, set it up, set yourself up for success where they are able to do a little more independent work. So for instance, I've mentioned this before for Aaliyah for math. Um, she now does an online program. I don't fully teach her. I still check in, but she does it online. And so I'm not having to sit there and teach her algebra and geometry lesson, which frees up an hour in my day. Mm -hmm. That's a whole hour in one subject. Um, this next year for Noah, same thing with reading curriculum. I love the classical model. So we were really operating off of, he was reading books and then we would discuss and it's great and it's wonderful. But for all the time, I don't always have time to sit and discuss this Mm -hmm. 
third grade, fourth grade novel that right. I just read. Yeah. And to be able to discuss it, I have to read it. Mm-hmm. I don't always have time for that. Yeah. So um, we've now incorporated a reading curriculum. I've started using Bob Jones, um, which is something I started out with with Aaliyah. She didn't, it didn't work well for her, so I moved away from it. Got back to it with Noah. Love it already. We've only been using it a few weeks. It works. And I already love it. Yeah. Because I know he's getting a good reading curriculum, good comprehension questions. All I have to do is go back and grade it, mm-hmm. discuss with him what he missed. Frees up so much time for me in one little shift. Right. And so I've just identified for Noah, I have to sit with him for all of math. Yeah. He's good at math, so I don't feel like I should have to sit with him. But it's an attention thing. If yeah. I sit next to him, we get math done. Yep. If I get him started and walk away, our day's a bust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just is what it is. So I've now am finding ways. I know math. I'm gonna have to be there yep. and present. So what other things can I make where I'm not having to be? Right. Hence the new reading curriculum. Mm-hmm. So decide which things you have to be a hundred percent available for. For Aaliyah, it's Latin. If I don't sit next to her with Latin, we're going to be two weeks behind before we know it. So, um, which is fine. It doesn't mean your kid is not a good studier or not good learning. There's just things we don't enjoy. And so think about it as an adult. The things we don't enjoy are more fun with a friend. Yeah. Right? Uh, Yeah, that's true. If it's something you really enjoy, you're like, oh, I'll go do that by myself because I Mm -hmm. love it. If it's not something you're like, eh, that would be more fun with a friend. Yeah. Think of it the same way with your kids. The things they don't love are more fun with a friend. So mm. just sit next to them and be a present and it makes it more enjoyable even if it's still never something right. that they love. That's true. No, so I can see that. don't expect everything out of yourself. So <clears throat> just kind of like the top three mm-hmm. that we talked about before, find what things your kids can do independently yeah. because they can and, and that, then find that they should And that in present. and of itself is still a process. It's, and it's always changing it's all, yeah. every year because their curriculum changes, their right. interests change. Mm-hmm. It always has to be reevaluated. But as you do that top three and you realize, man, this one thing has always ended up on our top three of we're yeah. always behind on that. That kind of helps thing. dial in what those things are. Yep. Basically. Yeah. It makes you just intentionally right. see them. Because it's a process. Absolutely. You're, you're not going to know exactly what those are day one when you jump into them. You've got to. No, we're on like yeah. year five, six, whatever. And this school year, I'm really starting to solidify right. these things. So well, on top of that, our kids have changed too. Like, well, yeah, mm-hmm. they do. They change every year mm-hmm. and you know, it's just been a lot of trial and error, but hopefully right. this will help some other people well, be I, able to dial in on that a little. Well, sooner. like even what you said, like I remember, correct me if I'm wrong. We've had this conversation because earlier on Noah loved math, loved math, loved math. And now it's a chore. It is. So, and it's not a curriculum thing. Mm-hmm. People ask me that. It's not that. It's not that it's too hard. He can do 90% of right. this math in his head. It's just literally and doing it. it. He yeah. just doesn't want to do it. Doesn't want to do it. That's it. But if I sit next <laughs> to him, <clears throat> magically snuggles make math easier. Mm. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well. So, it's a process. It's a process. It's a changing it's a process. process but so make that top three. Prioritize yourself. Mm-hmm. What things can you allow them to do independently and what things do you need to be completely present for? Yeah. And then number four, write down and go over like the daily schedules and expectations for your kids. So we talked about before having a schedule, but it's kind of fluid. Yeah. So give some parameters. Like I don't have a 
okay, kids, you need to be up at seven. You need to be brushing mm-hmm. your teeth by seven fifteen. Like we don't need that kind of, we're not, we're not trying to get out the door. We don't right. need that rigid of a schedule. But I do say, I need you to be sitting in the living room, ready for read alouds by nine o'clock mm-hmm. or whatever time it is for that day. Yeah. So that's, that's when I need you. So they have an expectation <clears throat> of, I need to be here. Yeah. Um, now, Noah, I have to give a little more line by line. Did you brush your teeth? Because he hates brushing his teeth. Oh my gosh, that child. All of those things. But with Aaliyah, I can say, okay, in your planner, you need to accomplish these seven things. Yeah. You also have volleyball tonight. We're not starting reading that louds till nine o'clock. So if you wait to start your work till nine o'clock, you're going to be doing stuff all evening. So you need to get yourself up Mm -hmm. and you need to helping them learn, which this is something I'm terrible at because I'm a super independent person. Mm -hmm. So I want everyone to just take ownership of all their own stuff, (laughs) but they don't naturally do that. And that's something I've had to learn with kids is it's a learned behavior. Yeah. And since we as homeschoolers don't have the regular structure of school, which is a blessing and a curse, we have to teach them Mm -hmm. that need for some form of structure. Yeah. So, um, I try to let Aaliyah kind of decide what assignment she's going to do, but I have had to set parameters at, as far as these things need to be done. I'm going to be checking to make sure they're done. And then I'm available to you to answer your additional questions in the afternoons. Yeah. Because I'm going to work with Bubby in the mornings Mm. and then I'm available to you in the afternoon. So you need to get everything done Mm -hmm. because then when it's your block for questions, that's when I'm available to you. Mm -hmm. Now she'll come to me in the evenings with things or pop in and ask a quick question. It's not like a hard and fast rule, but she knows I'm not sitting down with you to read over that paper Mm -hmm. until after lunch. And so you need to have all of your drafts done. And so you just give them an expectation of... When, the, when they're going to have your full attention, when they can get your help, and what you're expecting from them that day. And I would even say this. She needs expectations with grace. And what I mean by that is you give her expectations, but you always you also give her the flexibility in the morning to kind of go about it her own way. Because right. if you dial too much on that structure, her anxiety, and she will stress about that. And that Absolutely. comes back to the personality of, the, of your of your children. For sure. But, but that's the beauty of how we get to teach our own kids basically right. like we give like what you're saying we give them the structure but she has the grace and the fluidity to actually kind of manipulate that right. her own way right and even if i say okay this week you need to get these five latin lessons done if i've seen her working diligently all week and i go to grade her latin lessons and she's only gotten three done but i know she spent an hour every day doing them yeah then we just continue on from that point the next week. Mm -hmm. But if not, if it's been, oh, you wasted a lot of time, you decided to go with this friend instead, Mm -hmm. but you knew what your responsibilities were, then it's going to turn into weekend, you know, homework, doing more work. But definitely that's where that grace comes in too, is I don't, you don't have to get everything done, but I need to see mm-hmm. and that's something that, that you've that you communi- hard. But that's something you communicate ahead of time too. Like, yeah, okay, that's great. You want to go <clears throat> whatever the outing is with your friends, but just understand if you go yep. do this, you are going to be working on homework Saturday. Yes. 
<laughs> just so you know, yeah. it is not going because away. Because if you don't do that, that, if you don't communicate that expectation, then yep. Saturday rolls around and then all of a sudden, hey, you got to do work. What? Yes. <laughs> well, and it's important as homeschoolers to do that because they don't have, like, there's something about having that peer pressure of not showing up to class mm-hmm. unprepared. Yeah. Well, you don't have that. They don't have peers they're letting down or teachers they're afraid of disappointing or yeah. stare, like being the only one in class that doesn't have X, Y, and Z done. Yeah. They're the only one in the class. True. <laughs> so you as a parent kind of have to um, lay out those expectations and create that quote unquote peer pressure, even yeah. though it's not, but um, lay that groundwork for them mm-hmm. to set them up yeah. to get everything done. And on the flip side of that, Noah's the opposite. Like he had, you almost have to hold his hand every step of the way. Like you he have needs to, the structure. He just has to have the structure. Yeah, and it, part of its age. I mean, yeah, he's, he's nine. nine. Yeah, he's, he's a nine-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. An ADHD nine-year-old boy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the Joyce. <laughs> we were talking about that the other day. Like I asked you, I was like, I don't know how he would function in public school. I mean, we would buy his teacher a whole lot of gifts. Yes, we That's would. That's what we would do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for loving our son. <laughs> Tell you what, he's uh, hilarious and he he's super fun. His and mind moves a million miles. It does. An hour. The way he thinks is amazing. Oh, yeah. He's, but good he gracious. Is, his the creativity that comes out of him is like amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> Both of them in their own way. But oh, like for, for him, sure. it's just, it's you, you can't keep up. No. You can't. You have a hard time keeping up to that. Absolutely. So, but Absolutely. anyway. So. Write down your expectations and your schedule. Go yeah. over it, but then, you know, be communicate flexible. Communicate those. Communicate, communicate, mm-hmm. communicate. You have a chart. And I will say this too. You, like, it's not just speaking. Like, you chart these things out. Like, they, yes. you have a physical day by day. This is what your expectation. So when they, because I've seen you do that. Like, this is what you need to be doing. You will communicate that to them. You have a calendar. I don't exactly know what, is, is it? Is it just a calendar, a workbook? What it like for what? Like their daily expect when you're writing those oh, things out, yeah, they yeah. can come back. Like yeah. what you're saying, Aaliyah like has a planner. Yes, a mm-hmm. planner. So mm-hmm. whatever that may look like, every day you're setting those expectations. They don't all in those moments that they're responsible for their own time. They're you're setting them up right. for yes. the day. No, it physically says yes. Open, go do this book and this pages. Yeah, this many. It's not just a verbal communication. You right. are writing that stuff out for them so they for can sure. come back to it and see it. Because I've even heard you say, "Go back, go look in your in your whatever your calendar. Yeah. Yep, in planner. your workbook, your mm-hmm. planner. You've it's it's there." <laughs> <sighs> Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what <laughs> Yep. Oh, uh-huh. Gosh, just tell me what to do. Yep. I wrote it out for you. Mm-hmm. Go yep. do it. <laughs> I don't have it memorized. I have yeah. to say that a lot. Mm-hmm. I did not memorize your assignments. I wrote them out, mm-hmm. but I did not memorize them. Please go do them. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, number five, when it comes to assignments. How I many would, do you have total? Six? Six. Okay, we have two we'll, more. Keep moving. Sorry. Number five. No, you're good. Number five is set Timers. So we've timers. set those expectations of do math, do Latin, do whatever. Um, but it's easy to get into a hole of just trying to dig into one task. Mm-hmm. And then it, your mind's numb, your attitude changes, all the things. So set a timer. Say, okay, we are going to do science for the next 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Set a timer for 45 minutes. <clears throat> now, the joy of homeschool is you get to the end of that 45 minutes. If you're still digging in and enjoying it and you're studying and you're exploring, just keep going. Right. 
But if not, it gives you kind of an end time. Mm. And so that's what we do a lot with things like Latin and math and those things the kids don't love is I say, okay, you need to work diligently for an hour. Right. As, as far as you get in that, that's as far as I need you to go. Mm-hmm. So we will pick it up again tomorrow after an hour. Right. Um, but set those timers because it's important. Same thing with um, to keep your day moving or yeah. you'll get stuck on one thing and you'll never move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes your brain just needs a break. Yeah. We do the same thing with like chores in the day is yeah. set a timer. We're going to set a timer for 10 minutes and yeah. pick up as much as we can. Then we'll come back. It gives everyone a brain break. You get some things around the house done right. and you move on. So timers are a big thing. My kids hated them at first because they thought I was timing them. Mm. Um, so they had to have an adjustment of, no, I'm not telling you, you have to be done with that in an hour. Yeah. I'm just keeping us moving throughout our day. Uh-huh. Um, and then if they don't get their stuff done in an hour, again, if they were super focused and we have the flexibility with that curriculum, I move them on to the next subject. If they wasted that timer and rolled around on the floor or <laughs> stared at a wall, then that now becomes homework and yeah. they realize I need to make use of mm-hmm. my time. So timers are helpful for us. Yeah. Um, but keep them flexible because mm. you homeschool and that's the joys of it. Yeah. No, I think that's important though. Cause that I, the timer thing with the kids, like I remember that that time frame where they're like they were terrified of the timer because yes. they thought they were it was a personal thing. Like, yep. you're timing me, and if I don't get that, they felt like they were failing or whatever. Right. It Rushed, was. like I have to exactly. frantically go. Yeah. No, it's just I think it's a good life lesson. Structuring the day, right? It's that's how I have learned is easiest to structure mm. a day. Is I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do this task for 30 minutes. Right. If I don't get it all done, it's fine. Mm-hmm. My goal was 30 minutes. Yeah. So I'm you know kind of instilling that in them of let's give one thing laser focus for yep. 30 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, and then we're going to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the sixth thing is don't over plan your day. And what I mean by that is not just times, but with stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't over plan, leave time to explore. Something I struggle with to this day is the fact that I do not have to entertain my kids all day. Like embrace the board, let them get bored Mm -hmm. because it's when kids get bored that they start exploring new things. Mm -hmm. It's when they get bored that they start playing with their siblings. It's when they get bored that they bust out those toys in their room that we've all paid for and they never play with. Mm -hmm. It's when they get bored that those things come back around. And so don't over plan and over structure and over entertain your kids. Mm. Give, leave that time for them to explore and learn and grow on their own without you yeah. because that's part of this journey is teaching them independence. Yeah. And cause one of these days, I mean, homeschool, public school, private school, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. At some point our kids are leaving home and they need Gosh. to know their own interests and their own mm-hmm. desires and how to explore and investigate and operate on their own. Yeah. And so you know, I don't let my kids run the neighborhood, but I, they do run the yard. Right. And sometimes they love it when I give them those free times. And sometimes it's me forcing them outside. But by the time they get out there yep. and they have, you know, detached from the day a little bit, yep. they have a blast. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened that other night when we were out yeah. in the yard and it was beautiful. And it's so fun. They, like we were just sitting on the porch and the kids we're picking dandelions out of the yard and oh playing gosh. with the dogs and for hours. Yeah. And, um, you almost have to, in the busyness of life, you almost have to create space for that you have and to. just say, I'm not going to plan mm-hmm. anything in my evening. I'm not going to plan yeah. anything in 
my homeschool day. I think as homeschoolers, sometimes we get so worried about academics, like are they going to get behind and also socialization, Mm -hmm. which we are intentional about. Our kids are with friends all the time, but having that time to just be alone Mm -hmm. is such an important skill to just be still and quiet that I think we're losing as a society. And so I tell Noah that all the time. He loves to be with people. He loves to sit with people. He loves to snuggle people. He's just always wants to be loves to make people laugh. Yes. Oh my word. But I have to tell him all the time. You need to learn to be alone. So literally he's with someone probably except for like 30 minutes a day, but I force him to like spend some time by himself and that sounds terrible Mm -hmm. but it's true he needs to know how to function without having without being so codependent like that's something he needs to learn Mm -hmm. so give yourself space and grace to yeah even if you have 12 things planned on the curriculum that day if you finish that top three and the weather is beautiful and your kids are getting along send them outside Mm -hmm. and allow them time to explore. And you just take a breather, read a book, do some work, go sit out and watch them play, play with them. Mm -hmm. Um, But don't over plan and over structure, leave space to just live. No, I agree with that. And I think, I think even though um, I think we, we still set some parameters in there, like with that boredom, allowing them to get out and we have to like, cause Noah, if we, if we let him default, He'll immediately go to his switch or a video game of some kind. Absolutely. And just like what we were saying, that was one of the things, one of the reasons why the other night was so great because like we said, there was not a screen turned on that entire day. Mm -hmm. So just setting those parameters, like, yes, go out and enjoy the day and, you know, explore the boredom or, you know, that, that time, that space. But we, we have physically told them no screens and we, get attitude almost every time, mm-hmm. but by the end of it, yep. it's, it's a no brainer. Like it, they, their attitudes are so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're allowed to default, that's immediately where they go. Absolutely. Both of them. Yeah. Elio will watch shows. Yep. No, and play video games. that's not always bad. We nope. allow that. We allow space for that. Mm-hmm. But I think you, you do have to be mindful of those. Per- we know, like there's been moments where we're like, Oh my goodness. There, Everybody turn off the screen because right. every, I don't know why, I'm sure there's some science behind it, but it <laughs> affects, it affects our kids' attitudes. Yeah, absolutely. Like if we, if, if Noah is on that, that switch for a certain amount of time and we tell him to get off, it's like we have tortured him. Right. Yes, <laughs> for sure. And it's like, come, I mean, come on, man. Like, but there are other moments. Like even when I come home, sometimes he's, he's ready to go. He's like, he really loves playing basketball mm-hmm. right now. And so, um, allowing him to, um, have the freedom to get out and explore those things. But again, we, we do have to come back and set some parameters sometimes in that space. Absolutely. So. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Is that all we got? It's That's number six. It. That number is six. number six. So setting structures and goals for the day. So many more things you could touch on yeah. and talk, talk about. If there's anything specific you guys yeah. want to a deeper dive into, let mm-hmm. me know. Um, but that kind of gives, I think, a good rounded idea yeah. for people, no matter where you're at. If yeah. you're the one doing the homeschool, right? The spouse. Mm-hmm. If it's public school, private school, just in your day, just a mom. Mm -hmm. I think we can all glean something from those. So the overall goal basically of this is like, just find a middle ground because you can overthink it or you can. Yeah. You're constantly striving for that balance. Yeah. 
and it it's an ebb and flow for yeah. sure. Like it's I going, go back into structure and then I get too structured and right. I'm like, oh, pull it back. Mm-hmm. And then we get too unstructured and then we pull it back. Mm-hmm. And that's not failing. That's progress. Yeah. I think we think when we've hit one of those extremes, then that means we failed. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that now we realize, oh, I'm hitting that extreme and can pull it back. Mm-hmm. That is the win. Yeah. And people, I think that's one of the things people have to realize is it's, you have to be okay with that ebb and flow. Yeah. Because it's life. Yeah. And I think that's where structured people really can struggle with this is Mm -hmm. like, I need today to be this, 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 and this. Yep. And for some people that you may find that to work, but more than likely not, it's it's not going to be that way. Well, and a lot of times if it works for you, it doesn't always work for your kids exactly how you structured it. Mm -hmm. So be willing to, even if you are a super structured family, that's fine, but be willing to allow your kids as they grow when they're younger, tell them what times they're doing what, but as they grow and they're learning that independence, allow them the space to set some of that structure for themselves. Mm -hmm. Because at some point they're going to have to be an independent adult. And we're learning that with Aaliyah. Yeah. I want them learning some of those skills under my roof and my guidance (laughs) because I still hold the right to say, Nope, that's a great plan, but that's not going to work. Like she set out a plan for her daily schedule, but she wanted me available like every hour to answer questions for every subject. Like I can't do that. Mm -hmm. That just doesn't work for me. So afternoons, Mm -hmm. here's what you have. You have a whole time block. Yep. There you go. So setting those expectations. Yep. Communication is key. Absolutely. And every part. So every part. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into this uh, episode. We told you, like this whole, <laughs> this last question could be an entire, an entire talk, and yep. and it was, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, if you do have any more questions and you want to dive deeper into some of these details. Maybe you want to know a little bit more about like the details of how we structure the days, like we're talking curriculum or or whatever it may be. If you want to know a little bit more uh, information about that, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can uh, visit thatjohnsonfamily.com. You can reach out to us there or through social media. And so we just want to say thanks again for tuning in on this latest episode. And don't forget to subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks again. We'll see you on the next one. Hey, thanks so much for coming along with us on this journey. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest releases. And if you have any questions you would like to ask us, head over to thatjohnsonfamily.com. There you will find a form to fill out and we will do our very best to answer those questions. We also have a family blog where you can find inspiration and resources as well. Once again, stop by that johnsonfamily.com and check that out. Thanks for tuning in. And look, we are so excited to have you along on this journey and we will see you on the next episode.